main course is the most important part of the meal. Preparing them is quite meticulous to bring out the goodness, deliciousness, and the greatness of the food. If you describe them in one word, importante. Hi, I'm Daniel Likis. Hello, I'm Alessandro Panatoni. Welcome to Food 101. Food, 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 people. Let's talk about food. Well, Chevy Valentine's is <laughs> finished. Yes, wow. thank God. <laughs> was busy Valentine, busy. Busy, busy. But Chef and I are not finished yet about Valentine's. No, not yet, not yet. <laughs> yes, not yet, people, because we prepare for you uh, a main course that you will serve next year for your Valentine. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That'd be awesome, right, Chefy? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> because, uh, like, like, Every day is a love, love, love month. So if you are interested to do it for the next month or next week for the Top 5 Chef Alessandro main course for... You can try. <laughs> yes, try it because it's one of a kind. It's all about love, love people. Not... Absolutely. I think I use it for a birthday. No problem. Yes, special location. But... Yes. In, in celebration of Love Month, we, Chef Alessandro, prepare for you this special top five main course for Love Month. Yes. So, Chefy, let's do at number five. So I want to start from the easy one and go to the difficult one. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay, number five. I was... Uh... Thinking for a, well, thinking, that's a, one of my recipes. Anyway, strawberry risotto with the salmon caviar and balsamic vinegar drop and mint, fresh mint. Wow. <laughs> Level up, Chevy. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's a uh, nice... Uh, uh, it's a nice, nice uh, combination. It's nice risotto. It's... Uh, a, well, it's for Valentine, so you got your your strawberry, and uh, you know it's the love that you put it on, and uh, you know it's a a nice show to to give it to the partner. Absolutely, yes, to your loved ones, to your friends, or to family members. Yes. So risotto, we discuss our second season. We talk about risotto, how to cook it, how yes. how to make it more delicious. As uh, Chef Alessandro is Italian executive chef, uh, he give tips about how to make risotto delicious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Chefy, how are you gonna do the strawberry? Risotto. Well, this one we're going to start like a classic risotto. We're going to, you know, uh, uh, chop your onion, you know, and uh, put a little bit of butter and olive oil in the pot. You toast your rice. Uh, instead, you use a wine. We can use a nice uh, Prosecco or Champagne if it's possible. Give a little bit more 
refreshing flavor to the strawberry. And then uh, we, we add the uh, vegetable stock and we put uh, halfway, we're gonna put the strawberry puree. And uh, we finish with a nice Parmesan cheese in. And uh, we go, you got your strawberry risotto. Then we put on the plate, uh, put some uh, salmon caviar, a few drops of uh, um, balsamic vinegar from Modena. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> it, looks, it looks so fast, so simple, but it takes 30 minutes anyway. <laughs> yes. It's simple, but delicious. Yes. So, Shafi, uh, in techniques in uh, doing risotto, mm. for the people did not listen to our episode for the second season, what yes. are your tips for making the risotto more starchy? Okay. Uh, the risotto you got to toast it with the with the onion and uh, olive oil first of course if you toast the rice it's going to keep the um, make the, the rice to release the starch a little bit of time when make it nice and creamy yes that was a trade secret of chef Alessandro <laughs> people <laughs> yes in cooking risotto you do that and eat the people will impress to you. Yeah, and make sure you use uh, uh, rice uh, supposed to be for risotto, like a carnaroli rice. It's very good. Yes, there's a lot of rice for risotto people. There's carnaroli, uh, vialone, there is so many. Yes, but, there's... you know, you can use any kind of rice if you want to try, of course. But the best one, you have to use the specific for risotto. That's the best one. It's going to release a nice and creamy, you know, the starch is enough for, you know, for the sauce. It's going to be the, a completely a different kind of, uh, you know, impact when you eat it. Yes, here in Canada, uh, I think arborio is the widely used. Yes, but I find uh, even a carnaroli too. Import from Italy, yes. They are one of a kind uh, types of rice because mm -hmm. if you use the regular rice, it's different, people. Mm -hmm. You yes. should do a chef said canaroli or arborio, or there's a lot of uh, kind of uh, rice that you're gonna use for risotto. Yes. But even the shape is different, you know, for the for the rice. So, you know, the white rice that you can find at the store, sometimes it can be, you know, the long rice. So, you know, you don't want to do, you don't want to use a basmati or you don't want to use a jasmine because it's a little bit flavor uh, as a rice. Uh, but for risotto, yeah, you can use a, a brown, brown sh uh, rice if you want it, you know, just yeah. for change. If and, for the budget, right? Jesse? Yes, of course, even for the budget. We try to calculate everything you know to make it easy for everybody to enjoy the same recipe with a different uh, you know um different uh, item to put it in yes most especially today chef the inflation rate is high oh it's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> everybody getting high but the salary is getting down <laughs> yeah i know i know <laughs> It's not proportioned people. So if people like in a lower, uh, in the lower society or in the medium society, it cannot. It's hard for them to adapt what is really happening to the world. Yeah, I know, I know. 
It's supposed to be equal. If the inflation rate is coming up, you should have also uh, the second thought that, okay, let's do backup for the people that working so hard that their money is <laughs> not enough or tight enough. So we are calling the government, please. <laughs> no, uh, the grocery went up like crazy now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> and it's getting higher and higher. So mm. it's it's outside the topic, but... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I think it's a, it's a everybody's topic now, eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's very very topic because we are calculating each of the recipe that we're doing with Chef. We want you to afford uh, of those uh, recipe that we're doing. So instead of risotto, you can do brown rice. Or instead of uh, butter, you can use margarine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we still recommend uh, the high quality products. But if you cannot afford, we have the other alternative. Right, Chevy? Yes, absolutely. Actually, we should do one day, uh, uh, one episode with a different item for a different recipe. You know, to adjust exactly. everybody. It would be nice. That'd be awesome. Yes. yes. So, Shafi, where are you going to put strawberry risotto? Uh, well, uh, it would be nice, a nice flat white plate would be nice because it's already colored with the strawberry. It's nice and uh, uh, kind of uh, pink, uh, kind of pink, red, red, pink uh, uh, color. So it's very nice. And then you get the mint, you get the drop of the balsamic. It's a kind of a black almost. So it's very nice to see. Yes, that'd be awesome. Fabulous yes. presentation. So, Shabby, let's go to number four. Oh, number four. I was thinking about pan-seared scallop and shrimp with a truffle cream sauce. Wow, very rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Valentine, come on. <laughs> uh, Valentine. Let's but I, I can find you the variation for this one too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, definitely. We need to have the other variation. Well, I make it, I make it easy because it's, uh, you know, every, most of the people can do the, you know, they can sear, you know, scallop and shrimp on the frying pan anyway. It's, it's not that, uh, that hard, you know. Uh, maybe you can make the mistake to cook a little bit longer, maybe a little bit tougher, but, you know, with the experience or with the, you know, training, people can, you know, sear the scallop and the shrimp in the right way. You know, yeah. So I was thinking, you know, make uh, you know the nice three scallops and three beautiful shrimp, you know, pan sear with a nice butter and uh, garlic butter and parsley, and then with this nice truffle that you just dripping around uh, on the plate, it would be very very nice. Then the truffle, you can find uh, uh, truffle oil, you can find the truffle paste that you can mix with the cream sauce. Yes. So That's... sometimes it's, uh, the truffle oil is maybe cheaper than the truffle, regular truffle, of course, because the truffle is very, very expensive. But give at least the flavor just to show off, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's something if you put use a truffle oil, it's really you can smell it or you can feel the taste. Yeah. It's something that it's really different. Yes, actually, you can you can uh, uh, mix uh, some mushroom and uh, blend it, add the the truffle oil, 
and then you put the cream and it looks like a brand truffle on it as a, yes. a secret you know <laughs> <laughs> That's the trade secret of Chef Alessandro. <laughs> it's one of a kind. Yeah, but it's a it's a simple it's a simple plate, so it's very it's not that hard, to, you know. So I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, the, uh, how I can make something, you know, very nice and uh, tasty with uh, a good budget, and uh, you know, and make uh, make it easy to do at home. That's the thing. Yes. So, Chef, in uh, searing the scallop, what is the secret? Well, the scallop, make sure that uh, you warm up very good the frying pan because you don't want to touch on the on the frying pan. Make sure you got no stick frying pan, that's for sure. You know? And, yes, uh, yes the, the, it's got to be very hot. I like to just sear and then finish in the oven because, uh, you know, you give it a little bit, you know. I don't want it to cook. I don't want it dry. Yes. And uh, shrimp that are very fast to cook anyway, even the scallop. Depends on yes. the size, eh, of course. Definitely, yes. And I, I'm watching this TV series, uh, Hell Kitchen, and all these cooks, uh, uh, Chef Ramses, get mad because they know they don't know how to cook <laughs> the scallops. <laughs> you know, I love Ramsey anyway. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> yes, it's an amazing chef. So, I observed that uh, Chef Ramsey always check how you cook the scallops. scallops. <laughs> <laughs> so people, uh, listen to Chef Alessandro, your pot must be very hot. Yeah, the scallops are very, uh, it's a nice and uh, soft, fresh fish anyway. So it's, uh, it's uh, easy and fast to cook. So you don't want to overcook. You want to keep it nice and moist as a fish. Yeah. Yes. So, Shafi, how what do you think? How many minutes? Like uh, depend on well, depend on the size, of course. Yeah. You know? So it's like medium size, like medium size. Well, I would say a couple three. of minutes. You know, they just yes. gotta sear both sides, and, uh, and that's it. Yes, because uh, once you overcook, it's like a rubber too. Oh right? uh, no! You can use it as a tennis ball for that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's so delicate. Eventually, you can play, you know, ping pong or you know, <laughs> or tennis <laughs> at home with your partner. <laughs> That's why Chef Rams is very mad, and then he just throw all this color. Yeah, yeah, for sure, he's gonna throw it to you <laughs> behind you. <no? laughs> so, Safi, how would you do the pancelled scallop with truffles? How I will do? Yes. Well, I'm gonna. How would you assemble it? Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna sear with a nice butter and garlic, like I said before, with the and parsley. The frying pan is gonna be out, like I say, sear it, and sear the shrimp uh, just on the plate. Maybe a long plate would be very nice. Long plate, put some fresh parsley around it, and then drizzle the truffle cream sauce on top. Oh yes, here we go. Yeah, bono. <laughs> So, uh, which plate do you want to prefer to use? Ah, that would be nice. A nice long tile rectangular would be nice. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. And then you got the orange, you got the white, you got the white cream sauce, maybe a black plate, my favorite, you know? <laughs> <laughs> black plate, yes. So that you can see the combination of the white and the black on the plate. Yes. That'd be awesome, Shafi. So, let's do 
the number three. Number three, I was thinking uh, Barolo wine beef stew with uh, maybe several with polenta or mashed potato besides. Yes. Wow. Barolo, and we can change the wine, of course. Eh? Yes. Barolo. <laughs> so it has to be Barolo. <laughs> Can I use red wine instead? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's why it's, uh, Barolo, it's red. But, you know, of course, better is the wine, better come out the beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah. I was thinking, you know, many people have uh, a slow cooker at home. Oh, so yes. For people that they work in the morning and they never have time to make a uh, fast dinner for the night, you know, they can start with the, you know, with a slow cooker, when they come home, it's going to be ready. The stew will yeah. be amazing. Definitely. One of a kind, people. Yes. So what are the ingredients, Safi, for the barola? Uh, for the beef stew, uh, you need, uh, of course, uh, beef. It must be a shoulder or a, a chuck meat or a rump. Uh, eventually, if you want even a brisket, you can use it. Yes. As a part of the of the beef, and then uh, you need uh, a mirepoix of uh, onion, celery, and carrots. Uh, some rosemary, and uh, I usually I like to season it and uh, leave it in the wine with the mirepoix for one night, so the the meat is going to get all the flavor from the wine. Yes, that be awesome. Yes, then the next day I dry up the meat. And I pass in the flour and I sear all side. Yes, uh, that's the good thing. If you marinate the chicken before you cook, as according to what I read, it will remove the toxic that from the meat. Mm -hmm. So always, people, if you doing a cooking a meat before ahead, you need to marinate it so that it helps to tenderize and remove the toxic from the meat. Absolutely. And uh, so when, after I dry up, I uh, pass in the flour and then I sear all the sides. So you can cut uh, cubes, big cubes, or like, you know, four ounce cube, you can have a big size, no? And, uh, and then after that, I put a, if you have a slow cooker, you can use a slow cooker. Otherwise, you can just put in the oven in a, in a nice uh, uh, roast pan. Or, or even you can cook on the stove very slowly because it's going to take at least three hours to cook. Yes, that's true. So you yeah. after you put the meat inside the, the, this uh, pot and then you put uh, all the wine that you use for the marinade and uh, you add even the vegetables that you marinate together. And uh, you cook very, very slowly, you know, for three hours. And so with the flour, it's going to give the nice uh, thick sauce. And uh, the meat is going to be so, so soft. Yes, soft and delicious. Yes, I love, I love the beef stew. <laughs> yes, definitely. So, uh, people, it's really very important that you seared uh, the meat. Because one reason is to uh, close the meat from uh, the blood coming out. Mm -hmm. Right, Chefy? Yeah. This, this is important so that it keeps the blood inside the meat. And then blood is a part of the tissue of animals. So if you cook together, 
it makes more the meat more delicious because it's part of being in the muscle or in the uh, meat of the animals. Correct. So it becomes more delicious. Absolutely. So, Chefy, for the Barolo wine plate, do you want to use? Well, for the Barolo stew, you can use uh, uh, a nice uh, flat uh, plate yes because it uh, depends what kind of uh, side dish you're going to put it beside so i was thinking maybe a polenta you can put in the middle of the plate the polenta and you can put the barolo on top the the, the beef stew on top oh uh, wow oh eventually you can use a mashed potato if you don't like polenta uh, because not everybody likes polenta so you know it's a little bit smelly uh you know but anyway you can use mashed potato and you can put the same thing you can put the uh, beef stew on top, and then you just drizzle the sauce around there on top of the, the meat. It'd be amazing, anyway. A yes, little but... bit, a little bit green, just for decoration on top, like uh, pea tenders or uh, some sprout. You know, would be very cool. Yes, for the Canadian, they like mashed potato. For the Italian, for sure, it <laughs> Yes. So uh, let's give a little background how to make polenta, Shafi. Ah, polenta. Hey, polenta. It's so easy, yeah, right? The easy way. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is an easy way for polenta. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the first time I do polenta, I, it really messed me because uh, this first time I do it and I did not put lots of water in it. And then, of course, <laughs> polenta is like rice. <laughs> and then, if they tell you, you know, and now there is on in the in the, uh, any store you can find now polenta cooking five minutes. Oh, my time <laughs> to have the polenta was uh, like a one hour cooking over there. I can remember my grandmother, my mom changing. My grandpa was going on and they turned this big pot with the polenta and for one hour. And so my mom or my dad was going over there and say, "Oh, okay, now it's thick enough." <laughs> <laughs> it was really hours for the polenta, but you know, it was amazing. It was really was delicious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's still something else. It's yes. like it's big. There's a big difference of cooking in a long uh, period of time than it's just like instant. <laughs> yes, now now it's uh, it's unbelievable what you can find there. Uh. Yeah, instant polenta. Oh wow, Chevy. <laughs> yes. So, Shafi, what's traditional uh, procedure in making polenta? Well, it's very simple. You just make uh, um, uh, uh, boiling water with a little bit of olive oil, salt. That's what I, my, my parents was doing all the time. And then you just, uh, a little bit of time, you add this uh, cornmeal. Practically, it's uh, polenta, it's cornmeal anyway. Yes, And uh, that's it. And you cook it. And to get thick, uh, you keep and put it on, and to you know, it's getting uh, uh, thicker and thicker and thicker, and so you can spread on the plate. I still remember my mama was try on the plate if it was uh, you know stay attached and doesn't go down like a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, and you're just uh, constantly stirring it and stirring it because uh, uh, probably it will burn if you will not stir <laughs> continuously. Uh, we can say the the polenta is kind of like a porridge for <laughs> for Italian yes. porridge. porridge. <laughs> it's a really nice porridge, and 
yeah, yeah. The good thing about polenta, the after when you got leftover and it's getting hard, of course it's getting very hard after. But you can cut it and you can grill, you can deep fry, and uh, actually if you make very thin slice of polenta, you probably make uh, make tortillas. You know the the <laughs> the potato chips. The... Yes, it, because it's, it probably has the same thing. It's one of a kind. Polenta yeah. is a versatile starch. Yes. Same with mashed potato, I should say. Potato yeah. can do variation like uh, croquette. Uh, what else you can do? Pork potato, roasted potato, duchess potato. Gnocchi. Like, gnocchi. Yeah, gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> of course, gnocchi. Uh, polenta is like the same with uh, potatoes. So yeah. they are versatile in terms of the starch that you can use in your main course. Absolutely. So, Shavi, let's do at number two. Number two. Number two, I was thinking, uh, poached salmon filet with the black ink risotto and sea urchin cream sauce. Oh, wow. <laughs> we go really? fast, yeah? <laughs> Well, I was thinking, you know, for the color, it's a very attractive color. That's the kind of uh, uh, the plate that I usually do at work sometimes, no? And uh, and then you got the orange from the salmon filet, and then you got the the black on the bottom. It's the risotto. You got the sea urchin cream sauce. It's a little kind of orange, uh, white orange uh, sauce go around. A little bit of green. Oh, it's beautiful to see. Beautiful. <laughs> Yes, definitely. It's one of a kind. So how would you do the urchin, uh, urchin sauce, Sabi? The uh, so urchin sauce. Is, yeah. uh, okay, first you got a, a, a olive oil, garlic, anchovies. Then you need the sea, fresh, fresh urchin, of course. Then you need a little bit of tomato sauce. And uh, then you need a cream sauce. Uh, the 35% uh, cream. And uh, a little bit of white wine. So now I'm going to explain everything how to do it. Very <laughs> yes. Okay. So first you, you get a pot, you put a, you know, the garlic with the olive oil, then you put a little bit of anchovies to make it salt. Then you put some white wine. Then you put the tomato, the tomato sauce. Then you add the cream. Then you can uh, uh, pass everything on the chinois or the uh, strainer if you want it, just to don't have the seeds from the tomato in the, your sauce. And then you boil up again and you add the siurchin. So the flavor of the siurchin, because they're going to cook right away in one minute, don't even the siurchin. They're very fast. So the flavor of the siurchin is going inside the sauce. And uh, you just uh, shut it off, put it on the side, and let it infuse all the flavor of the siurchin. That's it. Yes. It's a very good sauce that you can use even for pasta. I was using so much when I was in Japan. And I use sometimes here uh, in uh, in Toronto. So Safi urchin is a seashell that found anywhere, right? Uh, yes, you can find it. I, I find it in, in Canada. Yes, they're coming from uh, West Coast. Is it expensive, Safi? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Uh, well, it's uh, it's not that bad because eventually you can find even frozen. Of course, fresh the best. But uh, most of the people maybe they prefer to use to eat as a for sushi or you know in uh, the Japanese cuisine. 
But I like to make a pasta sauce because it's uh, fantastic. Yes, definitely. So instead of a sea urchin, Sabi, what uh, my alternative to you? Alternative on sea urchin? Yes. We can do... Hmm, let me think here. Can I do oyster sauce? <laughs> uh, eventually, yes, you can. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, no big oyster, maybe a small oyster, but eventually you can use uh, uh, mussel or you can use uh, clams. Or, oh. Or okay. Actually, you can find that even if you got some crab meat, you can use the crab meat. Oh, yes, definitely. That, yeah, that would be nice too. Yes, that'd be awesome. So, plate you can use for this. Uh, this one definitely is going to be a white plate because you got so much color because you have to make even the black risotto. So you, you need the, the black ink from the squid and you yes. make a, a really black risotto. So you got the black in the on the, on the bottom of the fish. So you need the white plate for sure. Oh, yes. So what will be the starts for this one, Sabi? So for the, for the plate, it's going to be the starch was going to be the black risotto. Okay, black risotto. That'd yes. be awesome. It's not and... very hard to make because it's, uh, you know, you just uh, follow the same recipe like we did before at the, at the strawberry risotto. But instead to put the strawberry, you just add the uh, squid ink inside. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, Shabi, um, if you recommend this for uh, a cheaper cheaper uh, uh ingredients well cheaper ingredient yes we can do yes we can change the sauce absolutely definitely so people eat... i think the most the thing is going to be the the uh this in this recipe urchin, yes but if you don't like the black risotto idea you can change just with the white rice anyway on the bottom it still is going to do the impact Yes, and you know, Shafi, that if uh, it's hard to take a sea urchin, uh, I saw a documentary how uh, these people taking sea urchin. Uh -huh. it's, it's not easy, people. <laughs> That's why it's expensive. <laughs> you know, I love sea urchin, but I can't eat it because I'm allergic on it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no severe allergy, but uh, you know, I got my rash if I get it. <laughs> if I oh, eat it. okay. So, but I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it completely. I have so, to yeah. because uh, I'm working in the kitchen, so I need to know the taste. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for seafood chefy or sea urchin? No, no, no. Only for the sea urchin, I got the, this problem. If it's raw. Oh. Okay. If it's raw, I got the reaction. If it's just cooked, it's not that, that bad anyway. So, chefy, let's do your number one. Oh, number one. It's going to be a beef tenderloin, of course. You know? oh, <laughs> I thought it's beef wagyu. <laughs> well, you know, I left it blank the part. <laughs> because I want to say, okay, let's talk about Angus beef, yes. wagyu beef. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But yes, uh, definitely. I think it's uh, going to be a best thing to, you know, to show off, uh, you know, the nice dinner, Valentine's dinner, nice uh, uh, bacon wrap, uh, beef tenderloin uh, with uh, a nice red wine sauce reduction. And if you want, you can put even a nice uh, rock lobster steam on top. It would be amazing. Oh, yes. I, 
I thought Chefy eats a culatello wrap with beef tenderloin. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, with culatello we did appetizer, so we do, we're gonna do we're gonna do bacon. Ah, uh, we can do pancetta. Oh, actually, we can do we can do uh, lardo. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, one of a kind too. Uh, so Chefy. Can you tell us to our beginners what is the difference of pancetta and lardo? Well, uh, from... well pancetta is the belly of the of the pork. And yes, it's uh, can be can be um, uh, cured or can be smoked. Yes, and, uh, uh, lardo it's um, it's a thick part of. Uh, just like the, most of the time with the cheek or stuff like that. Yes, the cheek fat of the of the pork. Yes, and uh, and uh, for uh, for the for the lardo, you can slice very thin, and uh, you can wrap even the scallops. Or you know, uh, in Italy we do you use for uh, even for a vegetable, wrap the vegetable, and then you just. Uh, pan fry at the moment, you know, and it's got the crunchy because it's lard, of course, it's, uh, it's the fat part. Yes. So, uh, so, Shafi, what will be your starts for beef tenderloin wrap-up with bacon? Uh, the starch for the beef tenderloin, it can be uh, any any kind you like. It can be mashed potato, it can be uh, roast potato, it can be scallop potato, whatever you like, you can put it. Yes, uh, it's very versatile. Beef can be a partner with any kind of starch. Yeah, no, it's so it's so easy to accommodate the for the for the beef tenderloin. You can put any kind, even for uh, even for uh, um, uh, for vegetable. You can put any kind of vegetable beside. It's yes, a nice. It's a nice match. Yes, and if you are. Uh, really uh hoping for a high-end vegetable so do let's say uh brussels sprout or broccoli or cauliflower gratinate or something that beautiful on the plate. Uh, colorful uh, or yes absolutely but if you have no budget or something you are thinking for less well spinach is good oh yes but you can change even the meat if you want it. You can change from the beef. You can go on the uh, maybe pork fillet if you want it, or yes. a veal fillet, or yeah. if you want to go chicken, you can use chicken. Chicken breast. Absolutely, chicken breast wrapped with the with the lardo with the bacon. Absolutely, I will. Uh, I will eat it. <laughs> yes, que bueno, as they said. Yes. Oh. So, Shafi, before we go out, uh, we go to our uh, two, let's do the recap. Absolutely. Our, I will say a shout out to the people listening in Canada, Shafi. Yeah, we are, <laughs> we are number five on the list on the Apple chart. Fantastic. Yes, thank you so much, people. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, Canada for listening to us. And of course, Cyprus. 
Wow. Thank you so much. So thank you, Cyprus, for uh, listening to us. We are at number 59, Chevy. Wow. Fantastic. Yes. Vietnam at number 50. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, Vietnam. Philippines at 128. Wow. Thank you so much. And Taiwan at number 52. Wow. Fantastic. Sri Lanka at number 25. Wow. And this one, Chefi, I can't imagine that we are number one. Guess which country we are number one on the Apple chart. <laughs> wow. Which one? <laughs> well, the capital is Rabat. <laughs> oh. Morocco. Morocco, number one. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Morocco. I was so surprised that we are number one over there on Apple charts. Fantastic. And, and uh, we assure you that our podcast is bigger, better, and bolder. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you so much for your support. Thank you, support. thank you. So, Safi, let's do the recap of your top five main course for Valentine's or for the Love Love Month. Absolutely. Okay, with number five, we're going to go with strawberry risotto with salmon caviar, balsamic vinegar drops, and mint. Mmm, mamma mia. So delicious. <laughs> Sounds good, eh? Sounds good. So, at number four, Safi. We got pan seared scallops and shrimp with truffle cream sauce. Yes, this one of a kind, people. Yes. This is Chef Alessandro high end recipe for Valentine's. Yes. So at number three, Chefy. We got Barolo wine beef stew. Yes, the, we discuss uh, lots of alternatives if you cannot afford or the budget is... The wine, they can change the yes. meat. No problem. Yes. So at number two, Chevy. We got poached salmon filet with the black risotto ink and sea urchin cream sauce. Yes, delicious. Yes. <laughs> at number one. Number one, bagel wrap uh, beef tenderloin with uh, red wine reduction. And if you want, some nice rock lobster with a garlic butter on top. Yes, que bono. <laughs> yes. So those are the top five high-end recipe of Chef Alessandro uh, for Valentine's. But if you want to try next week or next month, it's up to you people absolutely try 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 don't stop try yes try and try until you succeed as they said yes <laughs> absolutely so shabby uh, thank you for your time no always welcome but people see you soon bye bye